Hello LA Kings fans and welcome to episode 59 of the Kings Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Hopefully you got through this week okay. I know everyone's going through the whole COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic going on. I hope you had a great week. I hope you and I hope we're I, I hope that this is going to be the start of a great week for you as you start your week with episode 59 of the Kings Den again as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, before we get started, don't forget to check us out all across all social medias. I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to check me out on Twitter, at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to check out The King's Den on Twitter, at The King's Den THPN. Don't forget to check out the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram, at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube. You can find all of our, vid- all of our video coverage and footage on YouTube. And don't forget to check out Check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content, including the other night we recorded After Hours Part 2. It was on Facebook Live. It's going to be a two-part podcast because we went, I think, two and a half hours. It's going to be a two-part podcast on Patreon. So for just $1, you can check out After Hours Part 2, or you can go check it out on Facebook Live. It's still available available there to watch. It was so much fun. It's always fun doing those things. Again, it was just episode two of it, but it was so much fun. It was it was me, it was E, and Dylan, the two guys that started the Hockey Podcast Network. Of course, E, the host of the Minnesota Wild Podcast, and Dylan, the host of the Stick Hungry Podcast. And speaking of the Stick Hungry Podcast, we had our first former NHLer on After Hours as his as co-host Kyle McLennan came on for a little bit. We had Devin Snow of the Rippin' Biscuits podcast again. We had the Arizona Coyotes guys, Corey and Richie. It was awesome. So definitely check it out after hours part two. Oh, and we had Hockey Troll. That's what I, was, I knew I was missing someone. And we had the Hockey Troll. We should really get him on the Kings Den sometime. It was a great conversation all night long talking about anything and everything over the course of two and a half hours. So definitely check that out on patreon for just one dollar or you can go and watch it on facebook live episode 59 of the king's den welcome you may think that we that there's that we're running out of things to talk about but there's but there isn't we get there's still sports news going on there's still king's news going on despite there being no hockey no sports we're getting a lot of sports back a little bit which is nice we've had some ufc back we're getting uh we're recording this sunday morning we got nascar back today so we're getting lots. Of, we had we had soccer back, and of course there's been baseball going on, uh, in Korea. So there we are. We're, we're making the right steps to get a lot of sports back. There was some. There's been positives and negatives, news with the whole COVID nineteen, pandemic going on. I guess we will start off with that this week. The AHL officially canceled their season. I'm not surprised to be honest. The minor leagues. For hockey is officially canceled. I'm not surprised. It was another step that was going to happen. It sucks that there can't be like a, a championship awarded or anything, but I'm not surprised. I think it was the right call to cancel the AHL season because of just because of, of everything going on. There's so much uncertainty. We don't know if we're going to finish the NHL season yet. And I think that you have to, yeah, I think you have to eliminate all the minor steps 
to try to get the major steps going again, if that makes sense. So I think if you want the NHL going again, and you want the say you want the four major sports going again, NHL, NBA, MLB, and NFL, you have to cancel the minor leagues and just make expanded rosters or something like that, in my mind, to get everything going. And it sucks, because of course you want everyone to play, but I think that's the way it has to be to if we want to try to get sports back in the middle of a pandemic, really. But AHL officially canceled. Again, not surprised. Ontario Reign, they had a great year. A lot of... They they surged towards the end of the season, kind of like the LA Kings. They were... There was a lot of good development over the season there. Tobias Bornfoot got his first full season. The goaltending was good. A lot of development happening for the Ontario Reign, and it was a good year for the Ontario Reign, for sure. They definitely had... Had the had the had some good development that's just going to continue to grow over the course of the next few years in Ontario. There was also big Kings news as it was announced. Mike Fuda, the assistant general manager, is being let go after 13 seasons. His contract will not be renewed. This is big news. This is gonna. This is a big shift in the LA Kings front office. Elliot Friedman reported this on Monday morning. He became Fudo deserves credit for so much. He was he joined the staff full time in two thousand seven and as the assistant general manager and was promoted to vice president of hockey operations after the twenty fourteen Stanley Cup, the second Stanley Cup, and then returned to the assistant general manager position in twenty seventeen. But then, but it's come out that Rob Blake will not be renewing his contract after this, which expires at the end of June. So he will not be back. He deserves so much credit. He, they say, people in LA say he's the architect of the Kings' success in the 2000s. He basically, he was the one that said, let's get Jake Muzzin from the Anaheim Ducks. He basically stole Jake Muzzin from the Anaheim Ducks. But so far as right now, teams are allowed to talk, but LA has to give permission. But it does sound like assistant general manager Mike Futa will not be returning to the LA Kings in June. And it makes you wonder, where is he going to go? Could he go to Seattle? I'm thinking that. I think that's where a lot of conversation is right now with people that are free agents, whether it's coaches or front office staff, that I think he could go to Seattle. And I think there could be someone from Vancouver going to Seattle. There's been way, like, you guys know I'm in Vancouver, and it's just a ridiculous amount of talk in Vancouver about the about the front office there. It's just, I don't even want to get into it, but... He could be, he, Mike Fuda, he's a good name for the Seattle team, so look out for that. So those were two quick tidbits of information quickly with the AHL season being canceled and Mike Fuda leaving, not returning to the Kings next season. And now, there was another good conference call that we got to talk about, but before we get into that, let me tell you about our friends at Cool Hockey. Since ninety nine, since nineteen ninety nine, Cool Hockey has been the number one online source for purchasing, customizing, officially licensed NHL jerseys in North America. They ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA. Since they don't outsource their jerseys for customization like their competitors, they are able to offer the best quality pricing and delivery time on all of their products. Whether you're an LA Kings fan or a fan of any team, get out and support your team. Check, check it out at www www.coolhockey.com slash THPN and of course check out our friends at Cool Hockey because we have another great contest going on with them again. Jersey lovers, 
Have you ever needed an excuse to buy another jersey? Winning a cool hockey gift card would, would be enough reason, right? Well, from May 1st to June 1st, any jersey purchased through our link, again, www.coolhockey.com slash THPN, will automatically enter you into a draw to win 175 cool hockey gift card. Again, all you need to do, go to www.coolhockey.com slash THPN, that's slash THPN, buy the jersey you should probably already have by now. Tell us on Twitter which jersey you purchased so we can connect you with so we can connect your purchase with the live draw on June 6th. And that's all you have to do. Tweet it at Cool Hockey or at uh, HockeyPodNet. Anyone who buys a jersey through the link before June 1st will have a shot at a $175 gift card thanks to our friends at Cool Hockey. And if 10 jerseys get sold by May 15th, I haven't heard on this yet. I will get an update on this to see if it is up to $200. But if it is, then that's even better. Even more reason to buy a jersey. So Make sure, also, when you do buy your first jersey to get into the contest, make sure you use the promo code THP, THPN for 30% off. One last time, get into this great deal. Try to win a gift card to our friends at CoolHockey.com, www.CoolHockey.com slash THPN. Again, slash THPN. Another great conference call this week, LA Kings related. This one was maybe the most interesting because Rob Lake conference call was great. Last week, there's been a lot of good ones, but this one was with Alex Faust, the Kings broadcaster, hosted it. And it was between Luke Robitaille, of course, who still works in the LA Kings front office, and and alternate governor Kelly Cheeseman, who we've talked about before. He, he, was all, he was a big part of the Team LA fundraiser, which is still going on, by the way. We will have an update on that as we go on. But it was, and head coach Tom McCollin joined it later on, and I don't have it verbatim here, but I just have a few of the questions that I wanted to go over because it's so interesting to see answers from people that are higher up, like Cheeseman, like Robitaille in this. So the first question was about finishing the regular season. What's going to happen with the regular season? Are we going to finish the regular season? Is it just going to go to the postseason? What is it? And Robitaille basically said that he would like to finish the season because of all the work of the young guys, the Velardis, the Andersons. And, of course, seven-game win streak. But he more emphasized the young guys. Like, all these young guys got their opportunity. He wanted to see them. He wants to see them get to play more, obviously. And that's completely fair. You want to see the young guys do... They they really grew this season and in the last few weeks of the season during the seven-game win streak. And you want to see them play more. You want to see the Velardis, the Petersons, the Andersons. That's the forward goalie defense right there. That's You, you want to see all of them play... You want to see all of them play and get all the experience that they can. But at the same time, he trusts he trusts NHL Robitaille. He trusts Gary Bettman, obviously. He says, because of previous work stoppages, the NHL knows how long it takes to get back. And it's going to take time. But he fully trusts Gary Bettman and the league and what is going to happen. And and I, I do too. Like It's going to take a long time to get back. We know this. But I, I don't want to be negative Nelly here. But... I really think that we're not going to finish the season. I know it's so much money involved, and it's really going to hurt. But you just got to think it's going to cost. It's going to cost too much money that they don't want to spend. Especially like the hub city idea. I know that's an an idea that could work. But when you think about it, I don't want to be negative, Nelly. I want to be. I want to be like. I want hockey. Don't don't get me wrong, but. I want to be positive. I want to be optimistic, but 
just if you, when you think about the logistics, it's just not going. It's just it's going to be a long time before we get it. And I again, that's negative, Nelly. I'm sorry, but the logistics just aren't going to quite work out. But we'll still there's still a chance. Don't get me wrong. And Cheeseman, to the point of finishing the regular season, said that Batman has been extremely thorough with every single detail of trying to get hockey back. And he said we're going to learn a lot from. Uh, soccer being back this week because the Bundesliga started this week in back in Europe no fans so we're going to learn a lot from that as well and we have other sports coming back as well like I said NASCAR is going to be back that's a little different obviously I think soccer is more the main one or the KBO the Korean Baseball League has been going on for a few weeks now I think that North America can learn a lot from that as well to see what's going to happen right because we just never know and of course COVID is still so big in North America. I'm very thankful being in Vancouver that it's that it's not bad in BC. It's actually like the lowest in BC and North America, I think, or right up there. But there's it's not like and it's getting better in LA, obviously. But the LA mayor, he real uh, Garcetti, he really wants to stop this. I think he basically said he, LA shut down for the summer. Basically, I believe is what was said this week. Or everyone has to wear masks. When they go outside, well, I still have tons of notes on that, but that has pretty much shut down LA for a while, which, again, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. It, it's something that has to happen if we want to flatten the curve. It's actually good to see that Mayor Garcetti wants to get ahead of it because he, he knows, he sees that other places in the States are trying to reopen and he sees that it's stupid. And he's basically kind of trying to shut down everything and it's good. In my mind, it's good because we want to stop this. We want to get rid of this, right? And that's what, what do we have to do? I know people are going to get stir crazy. People want to go outside. People want to party. But, man, if we can do our part to stay home and get this done quicker, we should really do that. That's why I'm so thankful that in here, like where I am in, in BC, as you guys know, that it's so – it's gotten better and it's it's good here. And, like, we all we want to do is stop. We don't want to have – any more cases we want the curve fully flattened it's not quite flattened yet but it's getting there so anyways right here mary garcetti said this week that everyone has to wear, wear a mask with that being said what changes are being looked at for the staples center is what was asked and cheeseman came in and said mayor the mayor and the department of health and safety health and safety are going to help with help with every issue at every, at every venue basically he said Everything is being worked out at the Staples Center for if we can get fans in back in the buildings. He said, he said everyone's working together and we're all working together on on points like uh, we're all working on things like points of entry and exit, proper social distancing, potential capacities, whether it's a limited amount of fans, fan comfort, obviously, because that's most important. The fan experience is the most is the most important thing, and that includes comfort. And he's talking about even going cashless and even ticketless. So every so just credit cards, just debit cards, and all tickets on your phone. And I believe one stadium has gone cashless already. I want to say the Seattle Seahawks stadium. The name is CenturyLink. I want to say they've got they announced they were going cashless. So I think a few stadiums have, and that could be the way of the future: going cashless and maybe even going ticketless. That's a very interesting way to look at look at it as well. Just doing tickets all on your phone and then after those first few questions head coach Todd McClellan got involved in it and he got asked about everyday communication which we've talked about this before but there's a few different answers from head 
from Todd McClellan this time, and this one was actually interesting to me. He got asked about everyday communication and do they talk every day, what's happening between coaches, players, etc. And he basically said, when you're with the guys every day, you can see their fatigue and emotion levels, even if you, even if they don't want to communicate it. But now, now he thinks that they're actually communicating more within the team. He said, him and general manager Rob like talk to the players, assistant coaches talk to players, their agents, the agents talk to their players. They all, everyone has a role talking with players, saying like, "Hey, are you working on this stuff like that?" Uh, <laughs> there are a few LA Kings still in town, and. Head coach Thomas Holland has said he's even ran into a couple of players on walks. So he's seen a couple of players in person saying hi to them that way. And he said most communication is is just checking in. But players do report to the fitness staff every day on what they did that day. So that's a good thing as well that it shows that the players are getting their work in. And of course getting their fitness in to continue to be ready. Because McClellan went on and said that. They, that the players do have two programs that the Kings have given them. One is for the potential of playing again this year, and the other is their summer program. And they're kind of starting to blend in a little bit, he said. And he said that right now this is so hard for the players because right now this is usually end of the season. Players take a few weeks off to get to rest before they start working out for the summer. And it's tough right now because... Of course, like there wasn't at the start of quarantine, they couldn't really do anything. No one has a, not many players have home gyms, so it was definitely tough for them, for sure. And they got to keep trying to stay in shape, and that's what they're trying to do, obviously, as they report to the fitness staff every day. Before we go on here, there's so much more to go on from from this great conversation. But before we go on, I want to tell you about our friends at puffy mattresses rated america's most comfortable comfortable mattress puffy provides the ultimate sleep to thousands of customers nationwide the puffy mattress is an all-foam mattress with a medium firmness level and outstanding pressure relief low density memory foam makes for an exceptionally soft sleeping surface lightweight sleepers and side sleepers will appreciate the bed's cradling support which balances proper comfort with proper spinal alignment check out our friends at www.puffy.ca back to this great conversation Head coach Tom McClellan then got asked about what's going to happen with the draft, which we talked a little bit last week with Rob Blake being asked about it. Now we're getting the coach's perspective on it. And he basically, but he basically echoed the same thing. He said, we're ready for any, any scenario, whether the draft is held in early June or whether it's, it's later in the year, the whole front office staff is ready for what's going to happen. And Luke Robitaille came on and said that I feel for the ki- that he feels for the kids getting drafted. The kids, have worked have worked their whole lives pretty much waited their whole lives to get drafted and now they have to wait like and of course if the, the draft could be earlier obviously but we just don't know that yet and lo- so many logistics are still being worked out so it's very tough on on not just front office staff who have done their job but it's but on the players as well and McClellan went on to say that he fully trusts the scouting staff because they put in all the they put in so much more work than the than the head coach and uh and coaches do obviously because the because they're with the team it's all about the, sc- the scouting staff they trust the scouting staff the front office of course trusts the scouting staff and they're doing what they can to find the best players available and the la kings are looking forward to that they already have one of the best prospect pools in the national hockey league and they just want to add to that and that's because of the of the scouting staff and they've made the right moves at the right time and of course and of course, somewhat to do with Mike Fuda as well, who, of course, as we said at the start of the episode, is not returning to the LA Kings next season. 
It was also mentioned during this great roundtable conversation via Zoom this week that uh, renos at the uh, renovations were supposed to go on at the Staples Center. Those have been delayed at least a year because of the coronavirus pandemic, which is too bad, but completely understandable. Everything's kind of on. There are still many things that are on pause, and that is one of them. And then the Team LA All Night Marketplace, Cheeseman uh, went on to say, Kelly Cheeseman went on to say that the Team LA Online Marketplace has raised $250,000. So a quarter of a million dollars has been raised on the Team LA Marketplace. It is still going. Check it out. All, all proceeds go to the Mayor's Fund, which goes right to COVID-19 research. So definitely... And again, check it out. Two hundred a half a quarter of a million dollars. Keep checking it out. There's a lot of great old, uh, like there's a lot of great merchandise on there and some throwback merchandise as well. Not just from the LA Kings, but from Ontario Rain, from the LA Clippers, from the LA Lakers, from the Sparks, from the Galaxy, from LAFC. So definitely check that out as well. The Team LA Online Marketplace. All proceeds go to COVID nineteen research. A quarter of a million dollars raised so far. Let's keep that up. Let's keep going. Keep let's keep getting that number higher. So check it out. The Team LA Marketplace. Although that was a great conversation between some of the higher ups, between head coach Tom McClellan, between Luke Robitaille, and between Governor Al- Alternate Governor Kelly Cheeseman. Again, a great conversation. A lot of great insight to what's going on on in LA because. LA is trying to get ahead of the curve as much as they can. They're doing their part. And again, that's a long road back. We don't know if we're going to get hockey back or not. It's going to take a long, long time. That's for sure. But another great conversation. And I I love these conversations because not only are they interesting, they give us something great to talk about, a great discussion. And it's it's just something good to talk about. Something more, the more news we get is better. And some, some of them may, some of the news, may sound like a broken record it may sound like it's just a repeat but it's it's kind of what we have right it's kind of the world that we live in right now and everyone's prepared not much has changed really we're gonna see what happened we just and we just have to stay together in this flatten the curve as much as we can stay together and be patient be patient is what i'm gonna preach here because we're gonna get hockey back eventually we're gonna get sports back eventually all we have to do is be patient this has been episode 59 of the king's den thank you so much for joining me for episode 59 again before i let you go don't forget to like rate subscribe and review and share don't forget to check out the podcasts not just the king's den but after you listen here go check out all all the podcasts for all other all other the 30 nhl teams because we have great podcasts coming out every week for every single team also check out all our other podcasts on the side with our new fourth line podcast check out the house of hockey girls check out tales with tr of course our podcast by former nhler terry ryan check out hockey to heroin our newest podcast there getting huge guests there so definitely check that out as well and of course ice analytics our podcast all about advanced analytics around the national hockey league and of course don't forget to follow us on twitter at the kings and thpn follow me your host Jordy Cunningham on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow us on. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Instagram and Twitter at HockeyPodNet. Oh, we want your interaction there, so definitely check that out. Twitter interactions huge. We want to hear from you. What do you want to hear? What do you want to talk about? Give us your questions at HockeyPodNet at 
th at at hockeypodnet at the Kings Den thpn, and we will answer any questions you have. Also, don't forget to check us out on YouTube for all of our video coverage coming out on YouTube, and check us out on Patreon for just one dollar. You can find all our exclusive bonus content, including after hours episode two again a great kind of roundtable discussion it was all over the map but check it out as well it's on patreon for one dollar or you can still go back and watch it on facebook live at the at the uh the hockey podcast network again before we let you go have a great week stay safe out there keep doing your part to flatten the curve and thank and do your part flatten the curve we want to beat this thing. The numbers are getting better. Let's keep doing our part to try to beat this thing. And also, shout out, thank you once again, all the healthcare workers, all the frontline workers, all the truckers, all the grocery store clerks, everyone putting the food out that we in the grocery stores that we can get. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Episode 59 of the Kingston. Thank you so much. We'll check in next Monday, episode 60.